This episode of The Shakes is brought to you by Squarespace, the beautiful and intuitive website publishing platform that allows anyone to easily create professional web pages, blogs, online stores, and galleries, all on a single platform. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com and use offer code TRAINWRECK. That's T-R-A-I-N-W-R-E-C-K. And they just launched built-in e-commerce, so you can sell digital and physical items from your website, all within the Squarespace platform. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. And on the last episode of The Shakes. Well, I, I want to record it because you never live. know what kind of right. good outtakes yeah, that we can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But live. not we don't make it live, and then we go well, live. I would, make, I would make it live. That's the bonus. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Live. You listen live, you get to hear the stuff the that never makes it. The cut for the podcast is totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, okay. that's the whole reason why you do it live is because you're getting an exclusive We're thing. doing it live! <laughs> I don't know. So it's going to suck for the first half hour. I yeah, it's going to really it's going to really going. suck for a while. Uh, we can there do better than that. Come on. That's what oh, we did last there you time. Go. Thanks for the pep talk, Quinn. Thank you. <laughs> Quinn. Quinn was in with the uh, <laughs> encouragement for once. Well, what do you guys? I mean, uh, what's happening in the world today? I don't know. Want me just to read Making my tweets of the last the week? World today takes everything you got. That's exactly what I was thinking of. And I was thinking about how it's so weird that they sang that on Adventure Time this week. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah. Simon, the well, the Ice King. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. that's, I saw the ending of that. It's, mm-hmm. Adventure Time's gotten too damn weird. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> What's your favorite? Huh. huh. Intro AKA, I completely disagree. Sitcom song. Hmm. My favorite intro sitcom song um, ever. Ever, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, wait. No, I'm going. Wait, no, I'm wait. thinking. I'm thinking. Mary so Tyler you, Moore. Well, okay. That's good, but not that interesting, actually. What the fuck ever? <laughs> it's my opinion, not yours. Um, <laughs> I really like the Malcolm in the Middle theme. Oh God! Of course, they might be giants. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Because at, at first, I, at first, I was thinking about whatever the um, Chris Elliott Life show, but that was just unfair. that was just Stand by R.E.M. You're not so the boss of me now. Yeah. You're not the boss. Yes. Okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. I got to jump on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Quinn, am I on? Yeah, I'd can. have to yeah, go with uh, Growing Pains or Golden Girls. What? I'll turn you I constant. Bit. I sing the Golden Girls theme okay, song well, how, I don't even know. I'm, I'm pleased to know that I, I don't even know that. Please. I'm a few bars. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Have the balls to, to sing no, that thing out. No, because I, I, I can't. Oh, man. I, well, you, I got it on a, your, you got it on your iTunes or something? Or? I got it on, like, quick search. <laughs> I did a uh, pretty killer acoustic remake of the Golden Girls theme song. Did you? I did. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone to do, you would see the greatest gift God attached would say thank you for being a friend. It's it's a, it's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. If I do say so myself. So that's the show, I guess. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the show. That's, that's our Play favorite. Uh, mm-hmm.
Nike put out an ad uh, for Tiger Woods. Winning fixes everything. No, it doesn't. Yes. But that is uh, so. Let's 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 maybe talk okay. about that. Let's okay. talk about okay. second chances. Okay. <clears throat> do you people do? Does everyone believe that everyone deserves a second chance? Tina Fey, uh, not Tina Fey. God, Anne Hesh. Yeah. Naked in somebody's backyard, claiming that she's been abducted by aliens. She goes and does One Tree Hill, and everybody's like, "Oh, Anne Hesh, she's so cute. She's, she's so cute." You know. Mm-hmm. Goes through that thing with um, with Ellen <clears throat> for a while. Comes out of that. Oh, she's so cute. Yes. Uh, uh. Who was um, Who was Miss America? And then Penthouse came out with uh, oh, uh, Vanessa Williams. Yes, Vanessa Williams yeah. went through that whole thing. Uh, yeah. And then she's like on Sesame Street movies. She's on right. you know Oscar and and you know and and. Uh, um, you know, it's just, it's so funny. You know, it's like even Eddie Murphy and like Jack Black, it's like when they, where they started and then where they end up and then they're like doing all these like children's movies and stuff. And yeah. it's like, do you know, it's like, have you seen yeah. Eddie you know Murphy delirious and yeah, raw exactly. and the stuff that he's talked about? And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of amazing. No, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that people don't deserve a second chance and I don't, and I'm not saying that people cannot redeem themselves after having a second chance, but the fact that winning fixes everything. Yes. Good. I mean, come on. It's like, come on. Yeah. I mean that, that is, it's not that, you know, the thing that, you know, I've, I've got friends that go through a divorce and everyone, whenever that happens and you know, he happened to be cheating on his wife. And when that happens, everybody's, I know, everyone's, you know, oh my God, I can't believe, like it's never ever happened in the history of the world. Right. And I'm like, people, come on, wake up. But what Tiger Woods did was so atrocious, was so horrible mm-hmm. that it's like, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't separate the sport from that. It's no. like the dude is what he is and he's a douchebag. That is true. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. I really, for I hate the phrase second chances. I feel like it's, condescending without a with no context at all you know and but i think that you know if it it, when it applies to advertising it's just like your entire career is often you know when successful an entire series of second chances yeah second chances in the context of advertising career eh. it's like it's like stages yeah oh is mine's well, not I was say, <laughs> shut up but is it really uh, yeah i mean at at some points yes it becomes stages but i think that like each at each stage i think quinn's got something there at each stage there's like you know second chance after second chance after oh, second yeah. chance and then and then like one of those second chances will actually you know throw you over the rail into the next uh whatever but uh yeah i don't know it's yeah but a, it, it's second chances it's like very rare in advertising is somebody going to give you the second chance very rarely are you going to be in a position where you you know your boss looks at you and is like you know what you just keep sucking but, but hey, hey man I'm gonna how about a second way. chance you yeah. know no <laughs> well it's by like, that time you've probably been given a handful i know of you've got chances. the nugget in you still yeah it's i'm it's, gonna get it out it's definitely more like you, okay i i gotta get better i gotta improve i gotta grow i gotta like think differently i gotta expand i gotta you know do all those mm-hmm. are second chances you know i think it's like also just like every time you fuck up and fail then whatever the next time is, that's your second chance on that, you know? Well, I mean, from a creative standpoint, you're given loads of second chances. I mean, every time you go, yeah, and it's present, called round two. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you, yeah, but great things come from round two. I hate round two. Like I hate Tuesdays, <laughs> but you can't, <clears throat> you can't hate round two and you can't hate round three. I like round three. Round three is always good. No, it's not always good. Because if it's you just, go if you go back to if you win. go back to the idea that what you're executing is ideas and not executions, then there's there's twenty rounds. Right. But I, yeah. I think round two is always like that time where you're like you know, 
you threw a bunch of shit out there, you know, and, and it's like, okay, what do you think? Please like me, love me, yeah. right. pat me on the back, tell right. me I'm a good puppy. You round know, like, two is recovering from the bitch slap. Yeah. Round two is an uncertainty. Round three is like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. You guys haven't liked this. We're no, going to round three. You're like, all right, I know exactly what I need to do. You guys pick something. You're not like floundering. Mm-hmm. I've sold you on an idea because I just bled all, all over everything, all over all these ideas for round two. And now round three is here and I'm tweaking. It should I'm be, feeling a little anemic right now. So. It should be noted that it is Quinn that is crunching on stuff, not Pat. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm totally, super hungry. So, I'm going to give her the... She, she's yeah, muted. So, so don't... So do not <laughs> do not include me in that crunch, uh, crunch buffet there. I'm not part of it. Let's go back to... The idea of Quinn's creative mistresses. Yes. Okay. So this this was something that that like plagued me for a couple of days, thinking about you know the side projects and 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 the things that you need to do to kind of stretch your creative muscles, get yourself limber, and and make yourself you know a more well rounded creative person. I think that it's fair to say that this show is a creative mistress for all of us. Sure. Sure. But I think it is also very fair to say, as as you guys look over here at all the shit is that is surrounding me, that it is it is very easy to take any sort of creative side project, etc., and take it way too far. What? Okay, but Jeremy, just so that we're clear, <laughs> and, um, you're working with really like disruptive personalities that do not do well in like team group situations and you're talking about your two personalities right no, i'm definitely talking like 90 percent about you what, what? <laughs> in terms of contributing like i'm not talking about contributing for that. i'm not talking Whoa. about okay. contributing i think that this Whoa. is more of a living girlfriend than a mistress you, uh, okay so, so you, okay explain contributing that contributing me what huh Pat, you and i are super lazy we are you know what seriously case in point seriously (laughs) case in point the email that quinn sent today i didn't know if we were recording because i didn't see anything on social media about it yeah well then maybe you should have said hey we're recording because i I was busy it's true jeremy jeremy is the backbone and we are the limbs that are stumps and they have fallen asleep due to lack of circulation we oh man, nubs. sometimes though that's the best. The you can do that's some crazy stuff with the oh, limbs yeah. that have fallen asleep. Yeah, yeah, you don't you yeah. don't think that they're your own. That's right. It's awesome. That's right. It's the it's the random stranger right there. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Anyway, what I was trying to get to was the subject of hey, creative stranger is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God. It's the random bus stranger. Yep. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, creative obsessions. Let's yes. talk about creative yes. obsessions. Yes. When, when I, this is an uh, awesome this is an awesome topic. Yeah. I have thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean when when does uh something that is starts as maybe, oh, you know, I'll do this just to kinda maybe learn this or hone this about myself. I want to be a better writer, I wanna be a better painter, I wanna, you know, learn how to make movies, whatever. Right. And you kind of start down this road and it's really, really easy to do with things like, oh, I want to learn to make movies or I want to do a podcast or something like that. You start down this road and then, you know, things after things after things. And then the next thing you know, I mean, you're like so deep into this. It's like, but sometimes is it worth getting that deep into it? That type of thing. So yeah, creative, creative obsession. I think that's just kind of an interesting topic. So you have thoughts on this. I do. And and my thoughts are along that, but it's, it's to me personally, and I'm bothered by it, how, how I do it. So <clears throat> I become obsessed with something Yeah, and then I burn through it. Like for instance, my movie blog loved it posted almost every single day held it for about four years. You couldn't drag me back to it. I think about it all the time. I go back to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I really love that. I love doing it, but I could not bring myself to do it again. 
And I don't know. I don't know what the blockage is. I do. What? Because you're done. You're not interested in it anymore. But you know, in the back of your head, you're like, there was a point where I really enjoyed doing this. Where this was a great outlet for me. Yeah. But it ran its course. You guys had a great time together. You know, she was a good one to you. But in the end, these things end, right? Like, like you're not going to marry her. Right. Right. So it's like that letting go phase of being like, okay, yeah, I put this one to bed. We broke up. I got to move on and do something else. Like that, that phase of understanding that and then actually going and making another blog or doing something totally different. I tried to kind of, yeah, I tried to kind of resurrect it. Yeah, no, and, and it's different horrible. Yeah, for, yeah mm-hmm. and I just no, I did can't. the same thing with my letters blog. It didn't even last four months. Yeah, you know, like it that thing. I did thirty-five posts and then got super drunk and sent it to well, you know, <laughs> to Kathy so- Heppenstall, who now hates me. But you know, yeah. and and like I constantly think because I got so many random people, people who are like famed advertising people, emailing me and being like yo, this blog is amazing, blah, 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 like friending me on Facebook, following me on Twitter. Just the other day, some guy, some big shit creative director emails me and is like, what happened to the Kathy blog? I actually miss reading it. And I was like, (laughs) and then I started, like I spent half of the day, my entire brain, extra brain space was just occupied with like, okay, how do I creatively solve for the fact that I killed this mistress and well, now people want her back. It's when it it's when it starts to become work. Right. When you yeah. start to think, oh God, you know, like I, I mean I I I do blog posts for the for Hallmark Internet. And I really enjoy that. But like last night I had a deadline today. Last night I'm writing it and it didn't flow. I hit, yeah, and it's just pulling. And teeth then it and starts to feel. And I got to a good place with it, but I'm like, oh shit! I mean, this is this starts to be work. But the same thing with so you know, I make I I go online and I'm like, I, I want to find a really cool lamp for my desk, and then I decide, well, I'm going to make I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a toy lamp of some kind. So I I researched that on Google. I couldn't find anything cool that I could buy. See that somebody has made one and that it's like 750 bucks. I'm like, fuck that. I'll go home and I make it. And I made one and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is awesome. And I did the whole thing and I learned how to do it and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I should make more of these. What is it? It's a toy lamp. It's it's, it's a, a kick ass toy lamp. It's a it's a lamp that I took all these old. I went and found all these old toys and I glued them together in a certain thing and Did then I spray the painted them. Oh God, I think a long time. Yeah, ago. at it's one on, point it's on had. Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. lame. Um, okay. But I I I still <laughs> I still have. Lame. So I thought well, and I ended up giving that to my son, and I thought well, I'm going to build a much bigger one, and that's about halfway done. You know, and I cannot bring myself to complete it because it's like I did it. You I already that did box. it. Yeah. I did it. And, and so like now it feels like work. But see, that's that's like the horrible part of ADD. And that's why mistresses. It's like the thing. The whole thing about mistresses is that they're never meant to become long term relationships. Right. You know, like they're not. If you yeah. if you think about them that way. And, and the hardest part is that when you're like, oh, that was successful and awesome. Then you're like okay, well, I got to do it again. I got to do it again, like 20 more times and be better at it this time. And the time after that, it's just the way our brains work, right? It's the way our job works. But the reality is, is like the whole point behind a mistress is that it's not permanent. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a throwaway, right? It's, it's anything that you put out there is immediately, discounted the second you put something else out there the second you make something new the second that you are interested in something else you know well and even with the even with the the sonic shoots it's like i loved that campaign i loved my team i loved tj and pete but it stopped becoming the the shoots were a pain in the ass it's like it was about oh where are we staying where are we gonna have dinner and it became about all these things that weren't about the work and I was like, it it bothered me, mm-hmm. but you know, it was like, well, it was, I feel like it was all those things are the most important things about the work. Well, yeah. 
Well, and that's why I think I speak for about 90% yeah. of creatives when I talk about that, but it bought that bothered me because it, it didn't start out that way. And then it evolves. And I think that's a natural thing. But at that point, it's like, you know, this, why, why are we doing it? You know, right. why are we can, but you, you had a kind of, uh, when I said I was done with it, you have a thought. So. <sighs> yeah, I, th- th- well, I, I have a lot of thoughts. I wish I had been writing these down. Um, but yeah, starting back at that and then we'll move backwards to my yep. other ones. Uh, I think that in the case of like, let's say, uh, the lamp. Yes. And I saw this a lot with my ex brother-in-law. Like he would do, uh, and, and, you know, and his, and his creative mistress was just puttering around the house, you know, kind of carpentry work and thing and things like that. And he would get to a certain spot with pretty much about anything and then just would drop it and go on to the next thing. Um, and then when, and then I, and I really, this really kind of hit me in the head when he was helping me finish my basement when it really started taking forever just to get anything done. And we're just sitting around there with beers in our hands and drywall mud all over our face, just going, yep. You know, and staring there at stuff for like an hour. It, it becomes like you kind of stop because you don't want it to end. Right. You know? And so it's like, man, if I finish this, then it'll be done. Then it's then it's done. Well, then I gotta go find another thing. Yeah, then I've gotta go find a new thing. I also I also have that feeling where it's like that beginning part, it's like, you know, the What's well, the when, thrill of the, the, the romance the, and yeah, the Yeah, it's like That's, you know, you're you're in it and you're fast and you're furious and it doesn't matter, you just gotta get it all out and get it mm-hmm. out into the world and you don't know how people are gonna react to it. You don't right. know what's gonna happen or who who's gonna say what about it. You don't know what the tile floor is gonna look like, you know, but you're just gonna go for it and you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And then like things start taking shape. You start seeing like there right. is an end point in sight yeah. and you're like <sighs> But that's that's, yeah. that's the best this is not the exciting part. Right. You know? right. To me that's my most favorite part of the creative process is when it's knocking around on your brain. And I if I could I would keep it forever there because the possibilities are endless. Yeah. And in your brain it's perfect and you haven't put anything down on paper. You're not seeing anything come to life and it is perfect and it could go this way and it could go that way and you don't have input and you don't you don't you know when you actually put it down on paper you're like oh shit i didn't think through that that's conflicting with that and that's not working Mm -hmm. and that's when it all becomes real and i love the space where it's just knocking around in my brain because that's before that's before you even start right right? but it's still it's still i guess when you're in the the, middle you're like oh i guess i could make it this way i could make it see I'm not as big big of a fan with that. I do like having the options. I do like being able to. It's sort of like you know, choose your own ending. Yeah, books, which I hate, but you know, the idea of them are great analogies for life, I guess. But how could you hate those? I have I, I have the coolest. Books, Jeremy. I have the coolest poster. It's a uh, Venture Brothers, and it's choose your own. Adventure. Oh, that's awesome. And it's the whole book designed with that's the Adventure awesome. Brothers. God. Gallery nineteen eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Coolest gallery ever. Yeah, so right, so so yeah, that, that's why I went. Cause because yeah, I think that it's it's less about the fact that, oh well, you're done. It's the fact that you don't want it to end in right. a lot of cases. I no, think. very true. So so okay, so that's thought A. Bouncing back, thinking about uh the letters. So interesting interesting thought because that is the deal with these creative mistresses these 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 things that we do there's a time and a place for everything and most of the time there's kind of a definite beginning and a fairly definite ending i mean you know it it finishes and then you just kind of know that it's done you know but then what happens when other people want that mistress what do you mean? Yeah. Well, just I mean, like with her, you know, when there's with her a demand. getting the email saying, where, where, where'd this right. go? <clears throat> you took your mistress out to dinner with some friends and all your friends are like, Hey, that's hey, way more interesting than like, you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can, can we bring her back? Yeah. 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 I miss her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Let, let that kick around. I know. What, what about that? Well, I mean, I think it's sort of one of those things where it's like, if people are asking for it, 
and you sit down and think about it. I mean, I, I tortured myself for like a week and a half, right? Like just thinking like, how can I keep this going? How, cause the thing, the worst part about mistresses is that they give you this sick sense of hope and hope comes from this place of the, that's like the place of unknown, right? And, and the place of unknown generally only spits out feelings of, you know, darkness and depression and, and misdirected emotional outbursts if you're me, but you know, the unknown delivering the sense of hope because you're like, I have no idea what it's going to be. I have no idea what the reaction is going to be. I have no idea how people are going to feel about it, but I'm just putting it out there and I'm going to do it. It's like, I got up every day and was like, I cannot fucking wait to go write Kathy. And I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it's, it was one of those things. It was like, it was literally the thing that drove me for four months straight. And then when it was over, I was like, oh man, that's hard. But then I I kept ha- tossing it around in the back of my head, like, okay, I can bring it back. I can, I can make it, you know, letters to my mentor who knows I exist, but it's just not that into me, you know? And yeah. And then I started then it writing sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, it, it was already pathetic. like really borderline sad. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, and I start, I, I wrote like, you know, 10 posts under this, you know, where it was just like more letters to Kathy, but you know, in kind of a slightly evolved tone and all these other things. And I was just like, this is terrible. I can't do this. I can't ruin it. You know, mm-hmm. I have to move on to something else. Right. Well, and the thing is, is Q, that- modern advice for the modern woman, which I have abandoned for a week and a half. And it's in the back of my brain, like stressing me out that I haven't come back to it i haven't added anything new you know but the the thing is is so so to to your point and to your point you 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 want to recreate that feeling but it'll never exist with that thing again no and you can have the feeling again oh absolutely and when somebody emails you because i got the same thing with my movie blog i had several people emailing me say what happened to it Mm -hmm. and then that would cause me to spark a little bit and i would try and do something that would feel fresh to me and I'd get excited about it. But the thing is, is that at that point you're not doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it for somebody else. Right. And that's what we do for our job. Exactly. And that is part, I mean, part of what's great is the fact that we get paid to do that. Yes. What sucks is that it is never for you. If I'm going to have a mistress, I'm going to slap her around and treat her like I want to. You're going to, yeah, you're going to dress her the way that you want her to. You're going to put her in the right clothes. You're going to get incredibly misogynistic about it. You're going to do what gets you, uh, what gets you off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, oh, what was I going to say? Damn it. You were ready to go. You were. What what did you say right before you said the thing that you just said? I said you're slap not doing it for yourself. You're doing it in your slap her around, dress her up. You said I want to dress her up and treat her home. You had yeah, something specific whole... you wanted to dress her up in, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the whole what it was. thing about the mistress is 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 that you're doing it for yourself, but it's right. it's also like this other form of you know talk, you know, like sort of admitting in a really roundabout way, like. Your job is not going to fulfill you if you are a true creative. Right. You know, mm-hmm. your well, job will never, your job in advertising as a creative will never fulfill you if you are truly like creative, you know, like y- you have to have other things. Wah, 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 wah. No, what? I feel like, I feel like no, if I, I went it. into advertising knowing that that, like, that was going to be it, that then, this yeah. was not gonna be like my sense of creative fulfillment exactly i would have had a much easier you know first year than i did you know like i i looked to my job for so much of my creative fulfillment and and would be devastated when a client killed a concept or didn't pick my idea and it was just like okay well now i don't get to make my baby and that's terrible well yeah the truth of the matter is is if you look at your job as a creative and advertising as your sole creative fulfillment. You're not being creative. You're not being creative. You're not a true creative. You're treating your job like an eight to five. You might as well be an accountant. 
I mean, it's true. It's the reason that you're probably treating it that way is because it's not an eight to five. It's more like an eight to 10. Right. And then you get home and you're like, I I can't do anything but smoke weed and pass out. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's, here's an interesting thought for those things that are your mistresses that people end up coming back and asking, you know, Hey, what is it? Is it proper etiquette? Should it be proper etiquette, perhaps, to do kind of a, it's not you, it's me kind no, of thing? No. I, I mean, I think you can do that, but I think it's more like the reason that person is contacting you and saying that is because they miss you. They miss whatever your creativity sure. is putting out there, mm-hmm. and you just starting something new rather than trying to revive whatever the old thing is that they miss Right, will be, will be enough. Should be enough. Should I mean, of enough. course, you're going to get those people that are like, well, this isn't like what you did on the letters blog and blah, blah, blah. Your Twitter account's better than your blog. You know, go eat a thousand dicks. <laughs> this is people. not the cocktail napkin. <laughs> you know, what like is this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like it's, it's like move on. This is me. You like Jeremy. This mm-hmm. is me. Everything right. evolves. Yeah. And the people that truly do enjoy what you're putting out into the world and, and, you know, enough to send you an email and be like, hey, man, I missed that. will be able to find enjoyment in a new thing that you yes. create and put out there, you know? Well, it's like, let's talk about some yeah. of the greatest bands that we love. It's like the okay. Beatles, the Beatles could have gone out and done the same. Just, just hang on. I'm just so upset. They Beatles. They no. Listen, listen. I'll, I'll, I'll evolve. But they could have gone and done the exact same thing and been wildly successful. But it wasn't enough. They evolved. You two mm-hmm. evolved. I mean, when you two did Zuropa, it's like everybody beat the shit out of them. And I'm like, it's like it's 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 a brilliant failure. Yeah. Because they were doing something different. They could have gone back and done Joshua Tree 8,000 times and been successful, but that wasn't They really good. pushed their creative that, Yeah, envelope. they were like, that. that is not who we are. Yeah. If you like you two, you like them because they are naturally creative and they're always evolving mm-hmm. and you have to follow that, yep. you know? Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, it's with any kind of traditional artist. It's like they're going to go through ways and you're going to go, oh, I really like that. But it's like, that's not, I mean, kind (laughs) of to your point, it's like, that's not who that person is. It's just a part of their life, but they are naturally, if they're truly creative, they're naturally going to evolve and you have to take that trip with them, good or bad. I mean, if if you're a fan, if you, if you like their music, if you like their art, if you like whatever it is, you, I mean, it's the same thing with like actors, you know, it's like people take personal offense to these actors that seem to change and evolve or get like Joaquin Phoenix, you know, like that's exactly who I had in my head. That dude has been going through like some fucked up journey, but I am like, dude, I cannot wait to see what you shit out after this. Like I am psyched. Well, it's called the master. Yeah. Could be. I feel like it's, there's more. Oh yeah. There's there's something else. That's just like a little rabbit turd. He's got (laughs) a much bigger dump coming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> much Joaquin Phoenix coming. has been eating his fiber and yes. there's something coming. Yes. Down but that's true. I, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, it's why I can't, I can't, I, I don't like Lena Dunham enough to go there with her on, I cannot finish season three of girls. Okay. So I have to tell you this since probably like the last show, it, it was like this flurry of people. I have been called Lena Dunham and Hannah. Jesus. Horowitz. What's her name? God, Hannah. Hor- I don't know. Yeah. Like seven different times. Like, like girls at a, you know, and I think it's just because I've been out at the bars more recently and like, you know, you always end up running into those people that you've you been vaguely wearing like, knew like in college. Fishnet tank tops and stuff and no no and it's just like and- th- you know i run into these people and it's like these girls that are like oh my god like that's the kind of conversation that we have that's an awesome conversation. <laughs> it's like dolphin they, they're speaking dolphin yeah. and i'm like okay you're speaking dolphin <laughs> and they're like oh my god you're exactly like hannah on that show girls have you heard it it's great and so, like, I can't really take it as a compliment. Not that I w- 
no, I, I definitely would. But I also just feel super annoyed because, you know, she stole my entire plan. <laughs> my entire, my, Wait, she which, stole one of my mistresses. What? That's another really horrible thing that can happen. Is when people steal. Yeah. Tom Wait, Green stole one of mine. When your, your mistress your... leaves you for another person or mm-hmm. when somebody else beats you to, you what's know. Your, what's your mistress? Yeah. What was that? Well, it was just like, it was literally the show Girls. Like. That had been an idea that I was like rolling around. And I, you're looking. I hate that face. But what? It's not an it, original. It's not no, an original thought. No, but it is the way that. I mean, the thing is, is that that's what's so frustrating about it is that the way that she did it, it is completely unoriginal. But it also has now forced me to kill that brain mistress off because even though where I was going to go with it was going to be more original. There's no way I could ever put it out there without people being like, "Oh, so it's just like girls." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but girls Especially is just when like people sex are in the city. Just, <sighs> no, but listen, no, it, girls is just like sex in the city. Only what makes Disagree. it rich is the characters. The characters totally make it. So the thing is, is I mean, think about every freaking TV show ever created. It is a rehash of something else, but it is richer in how it tells it. Your mistress yes. ain't dead. I just no. Read, I know. She's, I just put the defib no, on I her, and I brought her back. She's not dead, but you know what? She is like I don't know in chemo or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> she's in chemo. Or I just can't stop hearing the dolphin in my headphones. I know. That's the. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna pop open that. Uh, Let's do it. Let's do. I'm gonna some... pop open this bottle. So okay, so I got um, an interesting. Well, I got a couple of interesting beers for us this time. But uh, there there's a a special beer going around Kansas City right now. Uh, we have a uh, a coffee roaster, a coffee company called the Roastery, and which I've been trying to get on as a a sponsor, by the way. But they have been very squirrely. Um, <clears throat> And that's going to seal the deal. Coffee people. That's gonna, yeah. <laughs> anyway, tweaking. so so they have they have done this uh, interesting um, Boulevard Brewery. We talked about them last time and talked about how they're kind of like this Willy Wonka of beer. And so they have just come out within the last couple of weeks with this interesting coffee ale made with roastery coffee. Did it sell out like crazy? uh, This, this one that I bought right here, they, uh, I, I walked into Gomer's on 39th and Broadway and I was like, so no, uh, no coffee ale. The guy kind of does the, like the, the left and right look thing and like reaches under the table, reaches under the counter and gives me one. It may not even be coffee stout. I mean, if he pulled it out from underneath yeah, the counter. It, it might have been his honey pot. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. This, this is one of those that has the uh, champagne cork on it. So it is an old 750. Okay. I'm going to get a. Can we talk about Jenna Elfman and how is like, is she famous? Why is not? she? I don't understand. What? Whoa. There you go. Dang. Do you know who Jenna Elfman is? Yes. Yeah. Why are you asking about Jenna Elfman? What? Nothing. I'm actually really impressed that Quinn brought fancy cheese. Uh, it, it, Jeremy, was it good? Did you like it's it? It's great. I think it's good. It's really? It's yours. You, you, don't, you guys don't like the fancy cheese? I didn't, I didn't have the cheese. Oh, See, here's, here's what you got to know. I mean, we're, we're looking at Here's what you got to know. We, yeah. P-Pipes. P-Pipes. Is lactose intolerant. Oh. P-Pipes is okay with cheese as long as it's not... Like fancy cheese. You can't do like straight cheese? No. P-Pipes became lactose intolerant literally overnight when he went to Mexico. (laughs) And so P-Pipes drank a bunch of pina coladas, which did not agree to him. And P-Pipes thought that he had a worm from Mexico. The things that you have to do to yourself to find out if you indeed have a worm are horrible. (laughs) And I had to do that. And it was terrible. And then finally, my doctor said, eh, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm eating yogurt every night. They told me that would help settle my stomach. He's like, why don't you lay off the dairy for a couple of days and see how it goes? Laid off the dairy. Totally fine. Had a little small glass of milk the next day with some graham crackers. It was World War Three. It was not good. P-pipes do not eat the cheese. P-pipes do not eat the cheese. <laughs> Answer these messages. 
We'll be right back. After talking about um, his gastric problems, why don't we talk about a sponsor? What a great segue. Oh, absolutely. You are welcome, new <laughs> you sponsor. You are welcome, Squarespace. Yes. Hey, we would love to thank Squarespace. And so, yes, uh, Squarespace is going to be uh, doing a, a wonderful series of sponsorships with us. Thank uh, you, Squarespace. Yeah, the, and, and, and really, they are a uh, fantastic... We, we talked about them a few episodes ago when uh, Heather emailed in and was talking, she had a Squarespace site. And so, and that got me to thinking, I was like, okay, well, you know what? Squarespace is a good place to maybe set up a portfolio. If you don't want to do something like Behance or Cargo Collective or anything like that. And so, uh, you know, I got to talking to the guys there and they were like, yeah, you know what? That would be a, a, a great thing. And so, and so we, we ended up with this sponsorship. And for those of you guys out there that aren't familiar with who Squarespace is at squarespace.com. It's a, uh, it's a fantastic website publishing platform. It's a, it's a, they host it. They take care of everything. So you don't have to have hosting. You don't have to have anything like that. It's a really, really great, super easy to use content management. It's more than a content management system. Cause you think of like WordPress and other things it's like e-commerce. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got e-commerce. It's got all sorts of stuff and it's really, really super easy to use. And uh, we have kind of set up something a little special. So over the next few weeks, while we are talking about Squarespace on the show... We will actually put Quinn in a square. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And she will live in there for the next two weeks. Just yeah, like no, Tilda we, Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Except you cannot come visit me. Yep, we're, we're, we're putting Quinn in a square, only feeding her uh, this fancy cheese that she brought, so we're going to ration it out. And saltines that are square. Yep, and saltines that are square. And uh, and she will be taking donations via square. Uh, and uh, no, no, what we're, what we're going to do is uh, we've set up a little deal that I am going to be producing a series of web videos that show you how easy it is to make a fantastic and incredibly effective portfolio for yourself using Squarespace. Using Two keywords with Squarespace. Drag. Drag. And drop. And drop. Absolutely. That's what makes them awesome. Absolutely. And they've got fantastic themes that you can use that look great out of the box. You know, if you want to do a little bit of, of coding and design yourself, you're able to do that. But you'll be able to see that. In, in the series of these videos that we're going to... And so we'll put links to the videos in the show notes. We'll let you guys know where you can find the videos. Uh, but uh, that, that is, uh, that's what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. So we'll talk about Squarespace on here, but then we'll also have the videos. But we also have got a deal for you. So ding, they... Ding, yes, ding, 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 ding. They have been so gracious enough to offer an, an offer code to... The Shakes listeners. So if you, for this month, if you use the offer code TRAINWRECK, all one word, T-R-A-I-N-W-R-E-C-K, TRAINWRECK, you can get 10% off your first purchase on a new account at Squarespace.com. Awesome. Which is pretty great. And, and I mean, you know, and it's, and it's, it's nice and affordable anyways. They've got, they've got packages starting at $8 a month. And $10, you know, 10% off that, that's great. So, uh, you know, train wreck for this month. All you have to do is go to squarespace.com slash shakes to set up a free trial. As a matter of fact, you can set up a 14-day trial without entering any credit card information to figure out whether or not Squarespace is for you. So, uh, you know, I, I, really, that's kind of a no-brainer. You don't even have to take it out on a date. No, Before yeah, that's right. You can, you can, yeah, you can start yourself your own creative mistress on Squarespace for free, t- for free, for, for fourteen free. days. Take her for a spin. Figure it's out like a diamond like it. dash. It's like taking her out and then dashing. Yep, you know you know totally. to pick up the tab. Absolutely. So make sure to go to squarespace.com/slash/shakes. And uh, and check it out. Yeah, sign 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 up. I think that uh, you know if if you get into it, even if you're a web nerd, you know I I do custom coding all day. But damn it, I love I I, I love working with this thing. So uh, give it a shot. And we definitely thank Squarespace for thank you yes for sponsoring the Shakes. Everything you need to create an exceptional website. Thanks, Squarespace. 
And Mad Men starts yeah, which soon. Which I think, you know, I'm done with. Really? You'll watch it. I will. Yeah, you'll watch it. We're all going to watch it. I'll watch, watch it. it. But you know what? <sighs> Screw Matthew Weiner. I'm tired of him and his uh, ego. And he's such like, a whiny little And just dick. go, I'm, yeah. I'll finish my season when I'm ready and go not go by yourself. any. You yeah, know what? Exactly. You know what he's doing? He's turning a mistress into a housewife. Exactly. You can't do that. You can't. Mm. And you know what? He's getting bypassed. Everybody's beating the shit out of him. When's the last time Mad Men won an Emmy? Uh, I don't know. Three hundred sixty-five well, days. Season six was like the. It's season. Wait, what season? No, this is on? season six. Season five was like the worst slop together. Like you could tell. Like of course the writing was still strong, but it was like so storylines like like well, copy you got and pasted. Through, together, yeah, you got you through know, half like, of it, and you're like, what the hell is this season about? It's like I don't even get it. And like Don's character development, I was like. Literally, everybody is watching this, A, to see John Hamm's huge dick, and B... That's exactly why I'm watching. I'm just hoping one day... And B, to see the evolution of his character, because he is sort of like this enigma, right? And like every, the a big appeal to the show is just him not understanding him and then seeing other characters that you vaguely understand interact with him. But his character took this huge like fucking train wreck departure in season five that I was like, no, I, I see through this. This is so transparent. I understand things and this is not what I want from my character. Yeah. yeah. I think God, I, spe- I, I think I Hamm, speak, though. I think I speak for zero women when I say I do not see the attraction. To Holy shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude's got a beer can cock, man. <laughs> okay. Well, what? What? That, there, that did aside, I miss? Did yes, I miss, oh my did God. I miss some yeah. photos of his oh dick my God. or something? You, you no, there was some... like a huge news story about how madmen like wardrobe women have like the worst time ever trying to dress Hide John Hamm because up. his cock is so no big. Way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's and, all and then, created. Then, no, 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 no. No, like, there's pictures. Yeah, I was going to say like last summer, like late last summer, early in <laughs> the was fall. Room he's got room. A, he was, he was out shopping. He's got a beer can uh, coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put, put a couple of those beer cans together. he got a and log in his pants. <laughs> no, he really. No, yeah, like like he was out shopping or something and some paparazzi got him and I don't know, the wind was blowing Shut just up. right or whatever. Dude, he's, he, I mean, it, he's it, just. like almost nerd. touches his knee. Yeah, yeah I mean. And the dude's got a beer can <laughs> cock. It's huge. But the reason he is, around his leg. he is so attractive because he kind of has this like weird, like Superman no. look. Yes. 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 But he is also hilarious. Like, a really good comedic actor. No. Yes. yes, he is. Yes, he is. No. Like Roger Sterling. Is he not the most interesting character? Yes. No. Yes, he. No, I think so. I, oh, I just that, he, oh, he's so. He makes that. Yeah. You take I Roger mean, Sterling out of it. I mean, what? You got you got Mr. Stoic John Ham. You know, it's like enough already. Well, I mean, my th- my thing with my thing with Draper is that you know, okay, ooh, mysterious dual life and all this stuff. But I mean, it it it's that part to me is very cookie cutter and not terribly original but yeah well, I mean, also Ster- like such sterling a straight story device right, right like right come on. totally but yeah i mean sterling though i mean he that character is it's that that's Director, that, is, writer, that is a man that producer. is torn you know i think the most interesting part of his character is that in terms of hierarchy like within the agency and stuff like he is above don but his but character he's constantly is const- struggling constantly striving to beat Don yeah. and constantly put out by the fact that he can't. Right. And Don couldn't give two shits. Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, is he not the epitome of every account person ever? Uh, that's the other thing I was going to say. Past, that, present, future. That might yeah. be why I, I feel like he's not the most interesting character because he is a perfect meme for every person, every successful account person i've ever met successful well you know on Mm. paper yeah no i mean what it is is it's account people will always struggle with finding their place 
and it, it's not always put front and center the way it should be, but at the heart of every advertising agency, it is creativity. Mm-hmm. You are producing a product, and that product is some kind of creative thing. And it is the account people who are constantly trying to find out, okay, wh- where do I fit in there? It's like I go and sell it, or I go and schmooze, or I set up strategies that help create that, and rarely is it well, I, and, I set and, up strategies and, to and help a lot that. of times. But when okay. you do work with that person, you're like, I will literally make out with you every I, single I day. I will die on twenty six thousand swords for you. Yeah. Yes, I mean literally, you want to go to war, to a war that doesn't even exist for that exactly. account person because it is so much easier to find a hundred great creatives than it is to find one great account person. I have one right now. True. And I'm like, I am literally, you try to leave any, I, I have, I'm white knuckle gripping you yes. like as hard as I can because dude just makes my life so much easier. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like we get in a presentation, he says every right thing that he could possibly say. And then by the time I present creative, the client is sold, has no idea what they're about to see, but they are already sold they're on everything that I, I show them. Well, and, yeah. and it's so funny. I mean, seriously, to get along with creatives, you, you have to do the bare minimum. You really do. I mean, to this day, I can count on probably one hand the examples that I've had with account people where I've been blown away with it. And I think the first one was I worked with Steve Tedder and we were working on dollar rent a car and there was some concern that I was worried about from the client. And he came up to me and he's like, yeah, he's worried about that, but don't worry about that. I'll take care of it. And I was like, wait, what? That is the best thing an account person. Wait, what? You're going to take care of it. I shouldn't worry about it. You're going to take care of it. Oh my God. And that has, it was like trauma. No, but that's the thing is like, you're like, you've thought this through so far that like, by the time that I'm worried about what I'm going to do, I'm like, or, or what, like he, I love the account person that's anticipating my anxiety. The one thing though about, you know, and, and I hate to paint such a broad brush, but I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's in the show so why not? Uh, the the thing that you run into most of the time, and I guess this is why you know good account people are so valuable and and will be somebody that you would go to some you know virtual unseen war for, is that so many of them have that that Pete Campbell, uh, you know, streak to them. It's like. I have ideas, I have good things, and, you know, I wanted to be creative, but somehow I ended up in account service. Right. Right? And uh, unfortunately, that happens a lot. The most painful by far are the people that, the account people that don't realize that that... Is how they ended up? No, that don't realize that they secretly want to be creative. Ah, they don't even know that. Those are the nightmare account people. This is what frustrates me. Creativity takes 80 billion forms. It and does. to that account person, Absolutely. I would say, you can still be creative. You can be creative in how you get a client to say yes when they should be saying no. Mm-hmm. You can be creative in how you work behind the scenes to make something happen that everybody thought was impossible. No, but the yep. most important thing is that if an account person is creative by nature... The work is almost always a hundred times better. Yeah. Because not only, and it's not just about them like understanding creative and understanding the people that they're working with. It's that the client is expecting greatness. They're expecting a different level of creativity because the person that they talk to on a day-to-day basis is creative. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And, and, and I, I, yeah, but those are so few and far between, and and that's and that's why that's why they are the ones that are worth just you know lay, laying so laying it down for. Money. And they do. They make they make a shit ton of money. They do. I I would have to put out to our audience that like if you are a creative that is an excellent communicator who also thinks in terms of strategy and in problem solving ways, and you haven't even at least considered what the account side would be like in my 
most wildest, wonderful dreams. The future is filled with account executives that could be creative. Absolutely. Oh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's great. Absolutely. I mean, you know, seriously, you go, you, you go back to, um, truth lies in advertising. I mean, John Steele was a planner, but at heart, he was an incredible creative. Mm -hmm. He couldn't figure out how it came to life, but the table that he set for that was so awesome. And that's like the planner I work with now. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, he would be a great creative, but he also has that problem where it's like, Mm, I I can't figure that. I can't figure out all these pieces, but here's this sick, amazing idea. Yep. You know, and that's why I work with him so that when we come up with, if we come up with that idea together, I have to skip that part where it's like he had the idea. Then there's that middle part where he has to like explain it and sell me on it. And then I have to figure out all the puzzle pieces. Like I hate being the puzzle putter together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so I guess let, let me go back and, and caveat that, you know, not like the Pete Campbell syndrome and everything. And I'm not saying, Oh gosh, no, no. All account people should not be creative and no, know, no. know your place. Yeah. No, I would rather them be absolutely incredibly creative, mm-hmm. but there's, there's, there's a difference between, you know, frustrated i wasn't good enough at being an art director and now suddenly i'm an account person or being a big picture thinker yep huge difference yep between those two things yeah i don't need an account person coming in saying this is how you should lay out the idea yeah i need an account person coming in and saying here is an incredible strategy or here's a big idea based on the consumer insight let's go with it I guess we should probably start wrapping this up. This was solid. This turned this, out good. Yeah, it's guys, amazing how that always happens. Like you know, guys we, are welcome for completely carrying the show and changing the entire attitude of we, it. We kind of, you know, we kind of really. Uh, I came through and soldiered, and you guys were like, "Trip on our." I don't want to. And I was like, "Oh, but you will. You will. We will. <laughs> we knew we would. And we did. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know." creative modesty it's like oh i'm gonna say this is gonna suck do you guys so know bad. what next wednesday yeah, is i do know what next wednesday is what one of my creative mistresses one of her creative yeah so tell us where Live are you gonna be doing stand-up next at bulldog at mm-hmm. the bulldog 9 p.m crossroads comedy in the back room of the bulldog it's super exciting there will mm-hmm. be about eight comics very 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 funny the funniest in kansas city really yep at the bulldog mm-hmm all right. Well, we're all friend. We're like friends, and so they're like going to come do a showcase. I'm looking with forward us. to it. I'm looking forward to it. Eight I'm o'clock, nine show. o'clock. Yeah, yeah come hey. for the food, stay for the laughs. <laughs> can you can you move that to like seven or something? Well, well, you just you shut your mic off. Yeah, nice job. Why don't you quit fucking with the mic and? Because I keep slouching and i just i like want to get it close Her posture keeps getting yeah. worse uh, and, uh, <laughs> what? uh well i've also been working on how i handle the mic when i'm on stage and so i was thinking about that just now but so you turn it off while you're on L- stage little mic technique no but I, i'm 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 like a mic on the stand kind of comic I like, so I like you're my not, you're not, you're not like boy band. You're not like boy band. <laughs> no, a lot of comics piece. do like the, they like the, to they like they, to grab they, it and go. They they hold it and then they do like the arm on top of the stand kind of thing. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I really you know want to get do. to that point, but mm. I'm not ready. Well, I'm not, re- <laughs> I'm not ready. What what you need to do is go beyond that and go straight for the Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is good because because he does like the weird he does this weird awkward oh, like yeah, you know no. like two two fingers at the very end yeah. of the microphone mm-hmm. thing it's very strange I just I I've just, never seen anybody hold a microphone I like feel how he grips his beer can cup <laughs> that's what I'm saying it's so weird to like like the mic is it's it's a very weird phallic thing and like it's maybe I'm just super sensitive to it. Because you have one in your face like all the time. Well, yeah, but I'm also, you know, like out of eight comedians that go up, I'm the only woman. And then like the only thing I can think about when I go up there is like, what am I going to do with the mic? (laughs) I'm like, you're seriously the only woman that gets up. Yeah. 
That's weird. I'm weird. almost always the only woman at That's very every strange. show I do. That's really very strange. Except there's like this one, like there it's will gotta be, be like it's got to be where chick. we are. There will be like the one chick that no, <laughs> females being sparse in comedy is is not. I can thing, I can but, name off uh, a, Margaret Cho. A thousand that are great. Oh, you guys Margaret are so Cho. Gen Xy. Shut up. I'm <laughs> Look, joking. we come from a, from a certain time. Okay. <laughs> so Gen Xy. But no, actually, no. I'm not Gen Xy. Yeah, you're baby boomer. No, no, yeah. you're on the cusp. Man. I'm on the cusp. I am. Oh, actually, I am, I am Gen, Gen Xy. Xy. I am Gen Xy. Yeah, I'm you Gen guys Xy. are on the. No, you're like in the middle of Gen X, right? Yeah. You're not on the old We're square in it. 72. Wait, when does Gen X start? 60s? No. No, like 70. (laughs) I just said your mom. I did. Yeah. I did. I was going to let it go. (laughs) I did. Your mom. And let me tell you what, there is nothing like using your mom as a retort to your own son because that just confuses the shit. It's so great. You know what? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like like Nathan will say stuff and he's like, I'm like, your mom. Your mom. No, she doesn't. What the? What? (laughs) Yeah, she does. Dad, my crayons won't work anymore. Your Your mom mom won't work anymore. What? <laughs> what? Huh? You and That's you, dumb. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Do that to a five-year-old. See what happens. It's yeah. awesome. I guess we probably should. Uh, we should pimp this this early. In one month, Quinn and I are going to be uh, doing some uh, some pachacacha. Yes. Ah, uh, is we that are bulletproof? Bulletproof, bulletproof All Stars. Yeah, Bulletproof nice. All Stars 2013. Which nice. you will see a video for as soon as I write that script. Oh, yeah. You're writing the script? Yeah, we're shooting so that this next bulletproof? week. It's just All Stars. It's the people yeah, who it's, This is like the best of the last few years. I get so. I think the reason that they're asking me to do this help with a script and, and the video is because I threw a fucking fit in the past being like. You guys, we could be like submitting this kind of shit to award shows. Like we could be like creating these little shorts that are like really stupid but awesome and super fun and like really creative. Like big media. Well, last year's was crazy. An insanely high tech camera. Yeah. You know, like on a rig. Mm-hmm. For that video, and I pitched a fix. I was like, "This is the dumbest idea for a video ever. I hate that I'm doing it. Whatever, I'll eat a sandwich in it, you know." <laughs> and so, like, I did that. Got super sick because the mayonnaise was kind of bad. Don't eat a sandwich from Jimmy John's <laughs> twelve hours after you buy it. Yeah, well, not a good idea. there you go. Um, but so I, I You're never I were think, too old to learn something. But like, new. when you think about it, it's like you know <laughs> these big advertising brains coming together to do something just for fun. Yep. It's like, it should be fucking amazing for all the no's that we get for all of the great ideas that die. Every ad club video or piece of content that goes out there should be the goddamn greatest thing you've ever seen. It should be. Yes. Okay. I have an idea right now. All right. Okay. What? What? Ad Club does a talent slash variety show called Creative Mistresses, and everybody brings their creative talent, and, uh, and they do kind of like a talent show. So, like ventriloquism, and that, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great Actually, fucking it could idea. Be, it could be pretty Boom. cool. It could be pretty cool because because and if I, you just write stuff, you bring a piece of it and you read it exactly. Or yeah. you like out I could a fun I could read I could read my I could read my advertising yeah. short stories because I got to tell yeah, you if, yeah. if we're doing bulletproof all stars this year, that means next year's the last year for bulletproof. It could mean this year is the last year. <laughs> yeah, ever. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, don't, seriously. I don't know if it has another. It's like yeah. a three legged dog. Well, and it's, as it and, is. Well, and, it's <laughs> and it's like a battle of the ad bands when Doss Cobra took the stage. It was done. <laughs> I'm there was, I, there was one more if year. I if I have if I have regrets in life is that you were it not is there that for I that. was not there for that again that was super fucking Gen epic. X-y. shut up uh, excuse me <laughs> that was four years nerd. ago yeah. yeah what are you are you why what are you you're millennial nothing. ever heard of it yeah. I don't care about you anything. you just are jealous you did not get a chance to see me in a Power Ranger span exactly 
Gen X rocks yeah, maybe, the house. Maybe I am. Maybe you are. Maybe we I am. grew up with John Hughes. Awesome. I grew up Done. with John Hughes too. Want to know why? Because my generation is all about taking the best parts of, of other everybody. generations. <laughs> yeah. And then creating an whatever scavengers. Well, yeah, you are. We are not the scavengers. You're the fucking shrimps. You're we bottom are feeders. The asshole. Way smarter you than the eat rest a, of you. You eat a millennial and you get horrible cholesterol levels. No, because you of eat it. a millennial and you immediately have diarrhea because the millennial's like, bitch, I gotta go places. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, to wrap this up, creative mistresses, good, last for a certain time, when other people want them. No, no one to let not, go. Not, no one to let go. Don't, don't no be go. that guy. That Pray every night for a beer can cock. A beer can cock, yep. I have a giant beer can cock. Oh, God. Quinn is hung like a horse. You guys I don't am. know this, but she has got the hugest dick you have ever, ever seen. It's actually the opening it's, joke of my set is about how big my dick is. Seriously, oh, if you guys knew how big it was, you would understand how hard it is to work with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, because you just feel jealous. You're just like, yeah. good just, God. Well, it's like, I mean, first 15 minutes is like, I, I got to quit staring at it. Yeah. Well, You're there's like, that, just, but then there's also just like my natural. general attitude where I'm like, I I don't really care because, you know, I got a big dick. Look at at what I got here. This keeps me pretty happy. Yep. So Quinn's got a beer can cock. Sorry, our special guest didn't appear. He says, can't love you, Pipes and Jay. Oh, maybe another time with okay, him. Okay, so when when I when I pre-sells things online saying, hey, we got a secret last minute special guest, don't do that. Apparently is what is the lesson there. No, no. The surprise special guest was that there was no special yeah, the, guest. Yeah, was so that there was none. We promised there a surprise. Is a, there is a microphone duct tape to a to a to a mic stand with no one sitting in front of it. And you it's should send him that. It's it's you should take a picture of that and send it to him right now. Thanks again to sponsors Squarespace, Squarespace.com. Squarespace. 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 Everything you need to create a, <laughs> an exceptional website. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, you know, we will put in the show notes where you can see the uh, the video on how to get started creating your own portfolio website using Squarespace 6. Uh, I, I promise you that each video is going to be like five minutes long, so it's not going to be really, you know, really big. There's going to be six. So in a half hour... I will show you how to put together your very own portfolio using Squarespace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is so incredibly easy. Can't wait to show it to you. Thank you guys again, Squarespace. Pat, Quinn, anything to, to wrap it up? Beer can cock. Yes, that's <laughs> it. That's all I got. All right. Well, then, bye. 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 This has been The Shakes with Jeremy Fuxa, Pat Piper, and Quinn Catherine. Visit CocktailNapkinStudios.com for more information about this show.